0: I woke up. You. Remember to record and I totally spaced. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Well, I just know that Brenda. I just know Brenda's counting on the recording. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know this. I know I need to I'll put a sticky note so I don't forget. I can't believe it. Thank you, Robin. And thank you, Michelle. Alright, so let's um, so just as a recap for people who are listening. Module three, we're going to focus mostly on lesson one, the five, my favorite way, my five favorite ways to present. So first of all, let's just open it up to questions. Does anyone have any questions on those five ways? Uh, well, my, my first question is, um, with, with relation to filling out your web
0: and um, connecting it to presenting, if you're presenting to one, I understand that that would be like one presentation. But do you count a group presentation as more than one? Or- do you still
1: only count that as one? That's such a fantastic question. Can you, everyone here still hear me okay? Okay, I just realized that it wasn't coming through my microphone, so it's no use having them in my ears if it's not, if I can't hear, if I'm hearing Jimmy through my speaker. (laughs) Really good question, and we always get this one. So if you have a presentation to a group, however many people there are in that group counts for how many presentations. So if you're presenting to five, that counts as five presentations and that's why i love the health and wellness spa seminar because that enabled me to present to so many people at one one time so yes if you did a webinar and um, you know an actual presentation where you invited you know who knows 100 people 10 people you can always see on your webinar how many people attended and that that all counts yeah Perman- also if it is sorry go ahead sorry who was that where did that come? Uh, that,
2: that that was me oh, Melinda, um, yes. if you if you did like a group presentation and say five of the people, people you invited, and there were others that you didn't invite, but you presented to, how
1: does that count? I would still count those as well. But you, okay. when you're building your business, you really want to try to do two of your own presentations as a minimum. So if you presented to 10 people in a room or online or help them on the spot and only two were yours and eight, you could still put down 10 and I would just circle two were mine so that you stay super committed to that two presentations per week for you from your personal people. Now, it's it's interesting in network marketing, you'll have these waves like your team will start to really grow and then you'll feel like, wow, I've got to do a lot of team presentations. And in Soulcraft, we really encourage you to do people's your team's first two and, then, and to let them know I'm going to be there with you for your first two. And then after that, it's better if you step into your own presentations because people will take you more seriously when you're doing your own presentations. So we really encourage you to do the first two or at least be there for questions or be on a three-way for questions afterwards. But after that, really be helping your people step into doing their own presentations, which will alleviate your load as well. But let's say you have a a couple of weeks where you're you're so busy doing presentations for your team, that's okay. Just try to get back as quickly as you can to two presentations of your own people as soon as you can, because that's, that's what's really needed to get the plane off the ground. You know, once you're, I mean, really, once you're like a strong Emerald director, you don't have to be doing two presentations. Like, I would still be doing two presentations, even when you're a Gold, to get you to Ruby, to get you to Emerald. But once you're Emerald, you really can kind of change a little bit more into managing your team and maybe doing one presentation per week or two every month, you know, something like that. But in the beginning, just think, okay, I really want to get that plane off of the ground and then of course your team does what you do they'll be focusing on that two presentations per week as well and just mathematically as as long as we're looking at our conversion rates so is is everyone pretty familiar with the conversion rates that we teach you in Soulcraft typically when you begin especially if you're, you know, you have your upline doing your first two, and then you're doing your own. Typically, one in four is what you can usually expect somewhere in there. And then as you get better, it's one in three, and then it's one in two. And then typically people hang out at one and two, you know, between gold and emerald. And then as you get higher up to the levels, it's almost like one to one or, you know, one and a half per two. Because you've got you've got that experience and you've got that. um, uh, You know, the not just the experience, but the credibility behind you as well. So I really suggest how I really built was one on ones and health and wellness spas because I could hit so many people doing the health and wellness spas and it was the best training for my team. And if you have a wellness company, if that's your network marketing company, it's so perfect, because you can hit the products that you want to sell that create the auto orders. So in USANA, that's going to be your supplements. And then you can also hit the other products that are more like um, sexy and immediate, like in in USANA, that would be Celeviv. Okay, because you can see an immediate effect. But you know, if you if you give someone a supplement at a health wellness spa, they're not going to see the difference right away. But I didn't want to build with Aviv because it wasn't auto shippable. So it's where you can kind of marry the the benefits of your products into a a presentation that's very experiential. And also where people can get Wow, I I can see how I can do the business. Because one of the things I would always get is how do I how do I do this? But if when they would come to a health and wellness spa, they saw, oh, this is how you build the business. You do a wellness education presentation. People are experiencing the products, and then they want to join either as customers or associates. If for a, um, and if for men, like Jimmy, if a, if a health and wellness spa doesn't feel comfortable, what I would do, and Jordan Kemper used to do this when he when he first came into USANA, it was really when my health and wellness spas were going like were brand new. And so he started doing it with this team. He would do the supplements and he would have a woman do the skincare. But there's lots of men that feel totally comfortable doing the skincare too. So, you know, it, it just depends what you feel comfortable with. But if you're like, ooh, I don't want to do the skin, you could have someone else, like a partner, business partner, team member, wife, do the skin and you do the supplements. But I would, I would always, that that health and wellness spa, that was just what I did to make it make sense for my company. You could make that type of presentation make sense for your passions, your business, and your network marketing company. So for example, when I was doing the health and wellness spa, I had a gym owner come to my presentation. She loved it, but she was like, I don't really wanna do the skin in my gym. Could you just talk about the supplements and the food? And I was like, yeah, of course I can. And that's how the nutrition seminars were were built. So when we did the presentations at her gym, we talked about exercise, supplementation, and food. So we left out the skincare. So what you just wanna be thinking is, okay, how can I take this concept of something being experiential, educational, how can I marry it with my passions or maybe my team members' passions or business, and at least some of the products in my network marketing company? And it's usually good to do like two, so if someone's not like just one can be, I mean it's supplements could work totally fine as well. Like you saw in a you could just do a presentation you know, exercise and supplements. You could totally do that. So you don't, wouldn't actually have to do two. Um, but sometimes it's nice for variety or just for interest. To, like with supplements, it's good to have something that's a little bit more sexy, like the foods or the skincare. And Gabby, there is a, a question there.
3: Hi, Carmen. I'm sorry I I have been away a long long time, (laughs) but I'm still here. Carmen, today it was very important for me to connect with you because I have a conflict (laughs) in Mexico. There's there has been a campaign. You know that my background is business in franchises and all that. So I feel good about that. And that's my passion. But now, in Mexico, uh, the corporate corporate is telling us not to say so many words that we used to use to invite people for the business, like re- residual income, or leverage, or say goodbye to your boss, or so many things. Now they're forbidden. <laughs> so I have a very big conflict. So how can I present? That this is a very good business for me. This is a virtual franchise because I have a distribution, a distribution product, and you're gonna have royalties or um, a profit. But they don't let me use those words. So I I am like, oh, okay, uh, we have a very nice community. We are we have a lot of values, but I I don't think that that is selling. And one thing that I, I've been like watching or observing in my market is like in like the two or three past years nobody's building teams they're just uh, offering the products and for me it's very clear what you say that we have to have one customer per week and one distributor distributor per week no at least 25 a week a year each one for at at minimum, so I mean in, in that conflict, because how can we attract those people that they 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 want they they can be in love with the product, but we need to like uh, um, catch them for the business because I think those people is are those that we can. Um, grow as a leaders mm-hmm. uh, because mm-hmm. in the last two or three years in mexico the only ones that are, are getting to gold or emerald or rubies are doctors so but, but they're not building a team they are just uh, selling a lot of products so mm-hmm. i'm in that conflict Yes, so yeah. I don't know about your experience. I don't know if it's happening in all the markets or just in Mexico. I, I spoke to Michael Callejas and he told me that in United States is the same, that they are limiting the the words that we can, how, how can we attract people? So that's why it was very important for me to talk to you about this, this subject.
1: Yeah, no, it's a great, great subject for everybody. So thank you. And sorry, I just had to close that there, like mowing down the the house or something out there. (laughs) So really good question. So yes, it's something that is industry wide. And basically, whenever countries get worried about the local FTC, so in the United States it's called the the Financial Trade um, Commission, I think, and, and every country has that. And every once in a while, they seem to crack down on network marketing. And so we've kind of seen that worldwide so in in every country so usana always airs on the conservative side just to make sure that we don't get shut down so they'll, they'll they always want to protect us so that's why there's been this bigger push to change the language and then also to make sure that we are seen to be having enough preferred customers so usually like when you were a gold director or above you would get audited Every year just randomly to make sure that you had enough preferred customers now they're just making a big push to make sure that you have enough enough customers. But, but my belief, and, and I know you believes this too it's just that we have to we have to get customers as well, is that you're unless you're a doctor it's very difficult to build a good income with preferred customers it's just almost impossible. And there's a couple of reasons for that a distributor is going to keep using the products because they know you can't ethically really sell i mean you can now <laughs> but most distributors know that unless you're using the products, it's very hard to sell something that you're not taking yourself so usually distributors are on large auto orders and they're very vested in their business and then of course you know the duplication etc for, for customers it's harder to build because they're not consistently getting educated about the product and once they see another product over here they'll go over there, you know, so we, we know that and usana knows that too it's just it may relax or it may always stay like this, where we've got to be more careful because of government bodies. So and unfortunately, government bodies are never going to really like people making you know lots of money outside of the system. It's kind of just the way, the way it is. And most people that join network marketing are people that are seeking freedom and doing things a little bit differently. So and that's what we look for when we look in, you know, who is our ideal, ideal avatar, our ideal customer. Now, how I always try to look at it is in every business, there's going to be these times like, we the product that robin held up is our our sacred lotus love product. so we sell on amazon and we have an e-commerce business and constantly we're always being hit by you know different things that we're like oh my goodness what in the world like a most recent thing is our coconut oolong tea is now considered a weight loss supplement even though it's just organic tea so we would have to get it tested for all these um like weight loss uh like Crazy uh, words of supplements that you put into weight loss pills that would never be in ours, but we we can't test that because it comes from these little small um, organic tea farms that we source that don't have the budget to run these tests in these laboratories. So we've had to pull that beautiful tea, and you know it's so frustrating, but it's just the law because in North America there's so many people putting these terrible like weight loss things into everything. So it's kind of just you just have to roll with it. You know, so what I did is just sent an email out to my my sacred lowest Love and said, hey, if anyone wants to buy, so essentially we just have to figure out a way to work with it because every industry, there's stuff like this that comes and just like like whacks you up to the side of the head. <laughs> and you're like, What? So it's not just USAN, it's just it's everything, you know, like another thing in it with Amazon our costs have doubled just because we used to be able to ship everything into amazon now amazon will not, not not let you store products there so you have to store them with a third party so that just doubled our cost for everything and that's just like that you know so so know that in in business there's these things that just come up and you're like what in the world and as business owners we just have to figure out a way to navigate it and so we're, we're not alone in just the network marketing industry it's in everything And honestly, right now, as we know, since COVID, everything is just more tense and harder than it ever has been. And people are like, you know, our our bandwidth for being able to to take things in our stride is less because we're more stressed. So so know that too. Carmen, do you think it's
3: possible to um, start like a thread on the Facebook forum or I don't know? where we can just like brain uh, a brainstorm and put some words like what 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 makes us attractive what makes make us different from other network marketing Uh, I know that in the Facebook group there are some other um, companies but what makes us different or what words can can we use to be attractive in business without uh, doing uh, what we used to say, no, like in residual income or leverage, or, what can we substitute
1: those words? I don't know if. if Yeah, if, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And we can we can put like the we, we can have like even if you want to start that thread, Gabby, where okay. you, these are the words that in Mex- what I would do is in Mexico, we can't use these. Because in, like, I don't think in the States, I don't, I think we can say, leave your, like, can you say, leave your boss? You can't say that? I think
0: you can say, leave your boss. You can say work from anywhere.
1: Hmm.
0: That's fine. Hmm. Um, the, I don't know about, well, you know, it's so funny. I think you can say financial freedom if you explain it, like like the way you explain it. Mm-hmm. which i i love but you can't um basically anything that leads someone to believe that things are easy that it's easy yeah
1: mm-hmm. so you can't say that's income, you can't focus save.
0: on yeah. you know that oh you just jump in here and you don't have to do anything and yeah because we all know that's not right yeah yeah um yes yeah, so- and those showing off of um uh you know, lots of big car, you know, lots of fancy cars and boats and houses. And like, you, you join us, you're going to get these. Yes. Um, that they don't, they frown on that. Yeah. Yes.
1: Which none and of you. Jeremy Sansfield had
2: to take a lot of stuff down. Say that again, um, Melinda? Jeremy Sansfield had to take a lot of stuff down.
1: Yes. Yes. But I think we're... the
0: Soulcraft way, the way you've always done it is all totally fine.
1: Yeah, exactly. Probably the only thing is, you know, in the past, I would have said residual income. So now we can't say residual or passive or So maybe I think, Gabby, if you can write for Mexico, these are the words that we can't say. And then what we could do is for all the other countries, if you can put the words for yours. And then what we can do is start getting a list of words that we can, like how we would rephrase it. Because even back in the day, like when people weren't understanding network marketing, I used to say referral program, you know, so we we can always figure out a different way to say things. And we'll just yeah, so I think that's a really do you mind starting that that thread Gabby. Okay, and then I I can give like mine people can can give their input I think that would be really, really good. And then definitely I would get PCs, you know, I mean, we all get I think all of us find it pretty easy to get PCs. but keep looking for associates, because that's, you know, that is so key to building your business. Yeah, it's absolutely so key. And whether or not we can say, like, I, I still talk about USANA, my network marketing company, as a way to have your own business that can help you create the life that you want. You know, so that's probably like the, what I really like, to have your own business where you're in control of your time, you're in, in control of your hours, you're, you're in control of your um, your income potential. So you can say things like income potential. No. You can't say income potential? In Mexico, no. In, in Mexico, Mexico okay. no. Okay, in, okay. so yeah, I think we'll have to get really specific for each country. So, mm-hmm. okay. But if I can see your words, Gabby, if you can give me the words I can give you for every country, I can go in and say, okay, this would be what I would say. So yeah, if you guys can get for your country what you can't say, if 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 USANA or any other network marketing company has given you words you can say, include those too.
3: Carmen, I can not even say royalty. Not even royalty, I can say
1: royalty. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Can well,
3: you- can you say Princeton, commission,
1: right? You can say commission right i think you can say mm-hmm. commission because it At is the time, uh, there's
3: a word of for commission uh-huh yeah but yeah. not profit, but you can you 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 gotta be very careful with profits
1: yeah okay well put, um, put the list for me and then i will okay. the so for everybody if um so you'll do mexico who who wants to do the u.s anyone willing to do the u.s oh.
0: I did, in Mexico, do they have the training, the um, compliance training, the new compliance training? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah.
1: Yes. Okay. They should, every country, it should have the words you can't use and the words you can use. Yeah, I think they do somewhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. And does anyone want to do it for Australia? And does anyone want to do it for the UK?
3: Yeah, I can do it for Australia, but it it
1: is it is all on the training. I'd just be taking it directly from the training. That's okay. That's fantastic. So if if you guys don't mind doing it per country in that same thread, Gabby can set it up, and then I'll just go in and and say for Mexico, here's some additional words that I would use for the U.S. Here's some additional words. Okay,
0: so Gabby sets up the thread, and then then we can add to
1: the thread. Yeah, and, and just indicate what country we're in. Yes, please. Yeah, that would be perfect. Thank you. <laughs> And then I'll just go through and give because that's something I'm really good at—is like wordsmithing. Once I know what we can and can't, but that would save me a lot of time. And then I can just go and get the. Okay, fantastic. There's
0: a plug. Is there a plug, <laughs> plug in the Carmen's present special presentation course? <laughs> you have all kinds of language there that we can use.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's a that's a good point too. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, if you're serious about it. Because um, I'm because there's extra worry if it's recorded. I mean, if you're saying something in a group of people and you're on your own, but if you're saying something online that's recorded, that's being publicized, recorded, that's out there, that you know anyone will see and bring up. I
3: think Robin, that's a problem because um, the videos and the presentations were from the Facebook and Instagram, and they are calling all the associates and tell them, take that away, take this. So they are very yeah. strict right now here in Mexico, like one or two months ago. Mm-hmm. The they recorder things.
0: <laughs> no, they, they are very good. And I appreciate that, that USANA is so strict because I've had people, I have had them call me down when I had guests who in any of my programs, and a guest said something. (laughs) And they said, well, you can't mention USANA and have that mentioned. And I'm like, but I didn't mention it. The guest mentioned it. But still, they said, well, please take it down from online. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even if they they do, because there's a lot of companies out there that are not very careful. And um, uh, you hear a lot of things that are said that are not right.
2: Yeah. I don't know if you guys are aware of Diamond University, but it has, um, I think they did it like a couple of times, like live, and then the last time they did it, um, because of all the compliance stuff, they couldn't do it live, it had to be recorded, uh, and USANA was there, and if anybody said anything wrong, they would like edit that portion of it, and then it was, then it was presented, like, it was like a few months later. Um, yeah. Just to be sure people didn't, you know, I mean, people were tr- very aware and trying not to say things. But um, so that that couldn't be a live presentation because it had to be all go through compliance to be sure everything uh-huh. was OK. And, and like- that was like Jeremy Stansfield and Jared Krebs and you know a lot, a lot of and Patty Roney and a lot of the leaders were um, were presenters for that. So.
1: Yeah, even at conventions for most companies now, when you get up and you are accepting an award, or you're giving a testimonial, or you're doing a little training, it has to be pre-scripted to make sure that it's it's going through it's gone through compliance because you have to be Ooh. so careful. Yeah, that
0: that just show I mean, that's the longevity
1: of the company. It's yeah. It's really compliant. really important. Yeah, I mean they. I mean, as we know, USANA's is not trying to make it hard for us. They're tr- just trying to protect protect us. So. And even one of my blogs, my, the, unbelievably, the blog that gets the most views still, it's just crazy. It's a really old article on Proflavanol C100 that I wrote like 15 years ago. Like still, it's, it's weird. <laughs> but what's interesting is that one was flagged by compliance two years ago, and I had to change some of the wording. So some, because there there are, and this is interesting, there's companies that are out there looking for things that are not in compliance. So, yeah. So, yes, but there's always a way around it. There's always a way around it.
4: Hmm.
1: Okay, so, yes, Myrna, yes. I just wanted to share
4: something with you because I've got an opportunity and I don't quite know how to go about this. I actually approached a friend of mine um, with regards to actually having I heard that you're not allowed to actually sample nutritional products, which was the first thing that first time I've ever heard about this. But I uh, have you heard that, Vicky? Because Scott actually mentioned this to me, saying we're not supposed to be sending out samples. So I'm going to follow that through. That and their membership and making a recommendation that part of their membership, they include the soul essentials. So they actually charge the soul essentials within that membership package. And he's very open to it. I mean, he's come back and he's extremely positive about it because he's now actually consulting to the industry and he's happy to do a Zoom with me in early November. And he loves the idea. Um, I'm just going to need some help in terms of language that I need to use around that and also the strategy and still playing within compliance, if that kind of makes sense.
1: Mm, absolutely. So my internet, the, the connection went a little bit off, so I just had a little bit of trouble hearing you. So can you just repeat that? So this person is a prospect? and
4: This person is actually a friend of mine who... Is very, has been for years, he's been very connected to the fitness industry. Okay. Okay. And right now he's actually consulting to the industry, which I hadn't realised. Okay. So I approached him and I said to him, look, I have an idea and I really would love to discuss this with you. How would you feel if I could find a way in which to partner with some of the gyms that you consult to and include the cell essentials in the gym memberships.
1: Mm, Beautiful. Beautiful. yes. And he is
4: very open to it. He wants to do a zoom call with me early November. Okay. I just need to find a way, but he does actually want me to put the proposal in writing.
1: Okay. Okay.
4: And that's where I'm a bit challenged, I guess. Yeah.
1: So, the, this is a great question. So, one of the things with the way with we, we present with SoulCraft, especially if we're talking to a doctor or someone like a consultant like this, or someone who is probably used to looking at proposals or products, the thing that you want to always ask before you start a presentation is, in order for you to partner with a company, in order for you to consider A company's products to be in your gym, or in this case, in in order for you to consider my proposal, what would be important to you in the company or the product? And the reason why we always want to ask that, so that's a little bit more for Myrna, but let's say, Jimmy, you're talking to a fellow, you know, physical therapist or, you know, someone else who has a clinic similar similar to yours. Before the presentation, you would say, so in order for you to partner with a company and their products, what would be important to you? What must they have? And this is so that you can understand what's important to them before you start presenting and then because then you can just speak exactly to what's important to them. And this comes from my experience with um, buying houses or renting houses. Used to drive me crazy when the agent would just go into this monologue about the place and not ask me first what was important to me. So they would tell me how close the apartment was to schools, and I didn't have kids. Like, I don't care about that, (laughs) much as I think kids are great. But if they had asked me, you know, what is important to you, I could have said, well, I want it to be within walking distance of a gym, you know, or XYZ. So so important because if if you can know what's important to them, you can then present or do the proposal. So I would go back to him and say, oh, "I'd love to get a proposal to you. In order for you to even consider this idea, what would be important to you in the product or the company that your gyms would partner potentially partner with?" So once, even if you just get a couple of things from him. And then then what I would do is do a proposal and say, you know, there are many ways that we could take this. The the main thing would to be get be getting products that are such high caliber, and then I'll talk about what why credibility is really important in a moment, such high caliber, but also have the ability to create and and we'll have to get the phrasing for this, an ongoing income stream for the gym. There's many ways we could go about this, but one of the ways I thought is that we could include within the membership one of these products. And then what, what I would do is just do a quick little financial. For example, if, the, if, the, if the, um, the gym has 100 people on memberships and the cell centers are included in each of the memberships and the memberships are increased by X amount this will create X amount of income for the gym, because the gym is always going to know want to know the bottom line. So you have you have to show them the income potential. Okay, that's very helpful. Thank you very much. Thank you. So and this so takeaway point is, you want to try to find out from the person that you're talking to what is important to them. And then when we're creating proposals, we want to give enough Enough like so the person reading it knows that there's okay, what is the main thing that would be good about this? The main thing is to get a, a product that members would want and would actually they would get a benefit from, like a tangible benefit from. Because gyms always want their customers to get a benefit. And it would also create an additional income stream. I'm pretty sure you can use additional income stream in any country, but we'll have to we'll check that. An additional income stream is not—that's not passive. It's not residual. Additional income stream. And what I propose would be an easy way. And then you know, then then you have to show them the financials. So you have to give them a little, you know, if they did this, and let's just take a, a even number, hundred. Their income, their income potential could be this. You know, let's say they have a thousand customers. You know, times it by ten. So again, I kind of went back to Myrna's example, but for everyone asking the question, what's important to you? And then if you then if you can, if you know what's important to them, so like I know with gyms, they're going to want, they want to get their customers to get results because then they'll rave to other people and they want to make money. (laughs) So those are the two things I know if I can show them what I have is going to do that, they're going to be interested. So you want to think, okay, Based on what this person told me, or based on what I know, is going going to be important to this person. How can I show them this in the presentation, or how can I show them this in the in the proposal? Remembering that that business owners are always going to be pressed for time. So, if any of you have done personality tests, like DISC is a very very famous one. You know, driver, intuitive. I think I can't remember the the words for it, but or, or the acronyms for it, but. Entrepreneurs tend to be the disc, the driver, and they don't have a lot of time. They're just like, give me it quickly. <laughs> so you wanna make it you know, really quick and succinct. That's one thing I've noticed when I do presentations for business owners. Mm. Is that helpful, Myrna? Yes, that's
4: extremely helpful. He's actually an unusual character because although he's a driver, he's a, he has an amazing capacity because he does a lot of work in the community. So he's very interesting
1: okay yeah. so he's probably very social and you know likes yeah. to talk and connect and yes talk. yes yeah so yeah and that that's i mean i would knowing that i would def like you asking him is going to also play into his wanting to help people because then he'll have to think mm-hmm. okay what is important to this person mm-hmm. and that's i'm sure will be his personality he's going to want to as a consultant really help these business owners of the gyms mm-hmm. and by you asking him what do you, what is important to them is going to put him into okay? Yeah, what's important to them to make this work? Mm. So you're kind of empowering him to help you.
0: Yeah.
4: Mm. Thank you so much. That's
1: really really helpful. Thank you. Absolutely. And does that help everyone? Big picture to always be thinking, to asking the questions.
0: That's very very helpful because that can go. I can think of a lot of different situations for that. That would be a perfect conversation. Um, I'm currently trying to get Usana into a. A soccer academy okay and and they also have um it's a soccer academy but they also have two professional teams and jason nacy's and and we're working together to get the professional teams to be sponsored but then for us to go in and work with the academy it's been a work in progress they're very slow but keep moving forward but this is the kind of thing they want to hear yeah, they yeah. don't want someone to come in. They don't want someone to come in and say, oh, we've got the best. You've got to have these products are the best products in the world. They're fabulous. You just got to. They don't want to
1: hear that. Yeah. 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 They want you to ask them what's important to them. And then you fill that need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And remember, if if anyone tells you something like you're like, oh, I don't know, like they're like, OK, it needs to have this, this, this. And you're like, I don't know if we have that. Always know that you can just say, I'm so glad you told me that, let me go away and research that and I'll come back and let you know if that's going to be a good fit for you, you know, and then you can go away and get the answer. But yeah that question what what is important to you in order to partner with a company in order to to bring a product line into your facility, what is important to you. What must it have and you can even ask the question like what what do you not want it to have like have you ever had a bad experience with bringing a product into your facility, because that is just as important as what they want as what they don't want. Hmm. Because even if even if they said, you know I don't want a network marketing, I mean it's very unlikely they would say that, but even if they said, like I don't want a network marketing company product. Then you you can address that. You can say, "Oh, that's interesting. Have you had a bad experience with a network marketing company?" So then you can go into that. It's unlikely they're going to say that, but if that's there, you want to be able to whatever it is, you want to talk about it. Great questions, because this is all so related to presentations. Any other? Oh, Samar, go ahead. I just saw your hand. That's beautiful.
5: (laughs) Thanks, Carmen. Um, So my question is more around the affiliate program that's launching in November with USANA. Yes. Um, I just wanted to know like, what are your thoughts on that? And is that something that we should really push right now? Like so far um, I have a program. It's called the body love program. You know about that. And um, so what, We've noticed here in the U.S. is that it's just going so good because people can the nutrition kit basically covers enough points to, for people to have a three business center, um, you know, right right away. Hmm. And even if they were to uh, start as a customer, at the end of the program we've created. Um, now we have coaches in our program. So we've just created with the coaches to make sure that they have a call with every participant before the program ends to talk about the affiliate program or becoming an associate mm-hmm. and basically running their business with this program ongoingly. Yeah. And initially we used to run the program uh, four times like at each quarter but I think we're going to start running it more frequently because it's really, um, it's been easy to sign people up as business partners and customers. I've literally signed up like four four or five people in the last four weeks and like just one call and sign up like that. So it's been really good. But yeah, I just wanted to know, like, is that a good idea to actually create um, so, so this is all the people that have signed up so far that I've been noticing and tracking is they're all from, um, you know, people that I'm doing programs with, etc., cetera, et cetera. But, um, if I was thinking that if we are going to, if I, I am prospecting people on social media as well, and whether we should create a presentation for affiliates like to recruit affiliates and they can be an affiliate for the program but essentially they'll be an affiliate for USANA and then be able to have customers and use the program as uh, you know basically to run their business
1: and when you say um, do some marketing to become affiliates more like USANA's affiliate program not like how I use from affiliate for mine
5: yes usana's affiliate program and we as long as they're in in our downline we allow them to use the body love program so basically we'll be saying that they're a body love program coach or affiliate but the way that they make money is through getting customers for the program which they can sell their products to
1: yes Absolutely. I would definitely try it. You know, I think all of these things that, like anything that your company brings in, I think is good to try and just test and measure where what is giving you more volume. What is because maybe with a lower entry level, you'll just get more people. So it could Mm -hmm. really work. So yeah, I would definitely just test and measure it.
5: Hmm. Yeah, because I realized that with USANA in US now, like for three business centers, is only 200 points. Like they don't have the 400 point packages anymore. So whether they sign up as a customer, like most customers are signing up with about that many points anyway. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, that's been in my space just because uh, I was thinking that should we, like now that this launch is coming up, should we really, um, you know, do like a big campaign around it and, yeah. Like reach out to more people around becoming affiliates and you know. Yeah. See how that goes.
1: I would definitely try it and then give it. Like I, I tend to always give things at least three to six months to see because you need a little bit of time to get traction. And then maybe yeah. at the six month mark, you're like, okay, let's evaluate how is our income? Are we getting more people? How is our time? Like look at all those things to see what you prefer. Mm-hmm. You know, and then then you might even say, Well, we're gonna put you know, maybe 20% of our time into building the affiliate program and still 80% into building associates, you know, so you can kind of yeah. see. But I think it's really good with anything our companies come out with, whatever company you're with, give, give it a try and see what you think.
5: Yeah, because they even said that with the affiliate, with the launch, like the way that it's going to be set up in the system is that if we are even marketing it on our social media, people can sign themselves up just like they can sign themselves up as preferred customers so um so there's that as well which is good.
1: but yeah okay so i think
5: we will we'll just give it a try for three to six months and see what what happens with that
1: yeah yeah and let us know i i think that's really really it's just whatever our companies bring out it's always good to just try and then you can decide you know whether you think it's it's working or or not, and I think Mexico, Emmanuel and Gabby, it's okay. The same Australia, unfortunately, <laughs> for some reason, is not. We still have you have to buy four hundred points to have a three business center. So, um, but the affiliate program is getting rolled out. So so that's good. Um, Jimmy, what about you in the UK? Do you is the affiliate program getting rolled out as well? I think that is for all well, I haven't
0: I haven't heard of the affiliate program yet so I don't think it's come to I'm not sure if it's
1: even come to Europe yet but it's definitely not come to the UK okay and we way, do you have it in in Singapore no okay, okay. it's it's Canada. only Canada
5: U- United States Canada and Mexico
1: okay and Australia though too right
5: I did not hear Australia
1: okay yeah I only know Australia because I've seen it here too otherwise okay. I, I wouldn't know okay Okay, so
5: and there will be a video and lots of tools. Uh, I think you can build
0: from one to the next. I mean, I think someone could start as an affiliate and then build if they decide they want. I have people that I treat as affiliates because they have full um, practices. Uh, They didn't want to, they don't want to build a business, they don't want to build business partners. They are uh, one's a functional nutrition coach, you know, just different things like that. And they just don't have the mindset of wanting to build business yet. Um, and i kind of, but I signed them up as associates, but they're kind of like affiliates. They're not even trying to get business partners. Mm. So I don't know. It maybe be just a
1: personal choice of, um, it just gives an additional choice. Yeah, mm. But they can, if they do choose to be. But they company,
0: could move on to be. Yes, yeah, they could move on to be a full associate, if they, you know, yeah. get inspired and want to do
1: that. Yeah. And whatever network marketing company you're, you're in, most yeah. will have this type of thing. Now it's kind of a new thing in the industry. So this will be helpful for everyone. Yeah. Okay, let's um, any other questions about presenting? So we've got Oh, Melinda, you have a question? I forgot
2: what my original comment was going to be, but Robin just brought up to me there are, we've got a lot of people who are associates that are really not business minded and they're really just, you know, really good preferred customers. So having that affiliate step for people that they're not really business builders, but they, you know, they could earn income through the affiliate program is a really great step um, mm. for them to have. And I forgot what my original comment. Uh, was, go- oh, I know what it was. Um, there are trainings on the affiliate program happening over the next few weeks. It is uh, advertised in the USANA Associate Community US, and I think in Canada too, is that right, Michelle? Um, in fact, there is there's, there's a, there is actually a training tonight in like two hours. Um, so they are doing a few times a week, they're doing those at kind of different times of the day, So that is available to learn more about that. And one of the benefits of USANA's affiliate program, and apparently USANA is the first in the network marketing industry to come out with an affiliate program. The, um, the, uh, the affiliate bonus or whatever they're calling it, it is available on repeat orders. It's not just a one time on the first order. It's for ongoing orders. Somebody signs up, as a preferred customer, every order they put in from now until doomsday, there there is that uh, bonus for the affiliate that signed them up, and also for you know, at different levels for the person who sponsored them and on up the tree. So that's really nice.
1: Yeah, and if that is quite different. I mean, there's so many different affiliate programs out there, but usually a product-based affiliate program like for a nutrition bar or something like that if you become an affiliate like for vega do, are you guys familiar with vega at all it's from canada so it's a really good nutritional bar and sup and not supplement but um shake company but their affiliate program was only good for like the first first four or five times the person ordered and then it goes to the company so that's yeah so that that's it is a really yeah. good. i always thought that was so strange but Yeah, so it's really good. USANA does that. Um, Okay, so moving on to the so the on well actually let's just stay with the five favorite ways to present so since no most people haven't gone on to um, two, three and four. So for this coming week up to you. I would probably what would I do. I would probably just to kind of keep with the flow i would probably if you haven't done module three just just do module three lesson one and then you can go back and then i would skip forward to module four the follow-up process because for anyone like we i know you're you know just doing what you can and uh myrna don't worry about anything you haven't done i'd only do module three lesson one and then skip forward to module four lesson one the follow-up process and resolving objections because that that will keep you in the flow of this plenty, and then you can go back to the other things. Does that make sense? Okay. And then you won't feel like you're behind because just know you can always go back. Um how are we doing in terms of time? So I'm not gonna go into we won't we won't talk about the big topic we talked about last week. I'm just going to give you some more instructions about it. so the 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 exercise was to take a one of your beliefs that you feel needs to be changed, like maybe you feel like it's an area you're stuck. So maybe it's money, maybe it's self-worth, maybe it's like, can I do this network marketing business? Like whatever it is, to reframe that physically in sentences. So to write, to really write the opposite out because mantras are so powerful. And then the second part of the homework was to think, is there in an event that caused me to believe this? Now, it could be something that's happened, you know, in our adult life, like maybe a failure or a perceived failure. but remember, failures are only there to teach us. It's like Thomas Edison having 10,000 failures of making the light bulb. you know, he didn't say it. 9900 oh that's it (laughs) thank god (laughs) so failures just show us that okay that way that we did it is not the way there's another way but if failure doesn't have anything it doesn't mean anything about us and we're meaning making machines we make things mean something and it's usually something negative so we we want to let go of that if we fail it just means okay that wasn't the right way to do it i'm going to find another way So when you're thinking of what could have caused me to believe that it could be an event or an experience in your adult life. Most likely, though, it's something between the ages of one to seven or seven to 14. Those are really where our beliefs are really formed. And if you can think of an event, what you want to do is just put yourself into a meditative or hypnosis state, which just means really relaxing your nervous system, breathing, really relaxing, and you want to recreate that event how you as an adult would now be like how you can literally reimagine that event. And that can change your belief around it. And I gave you the example of one of my big things learning to speak my truth was a really big deal for me, probably 20 years ago now. And one of the biggest things that helped me was to go back to the childhood memory of why I didn't speak my truth, and reimagine it. And that that literally shifted everything. So any any we talked about this last week. Does anyone have any questions about it? Because we'll we'll just have you do that again this week, or if you haven't had a chance, because I know you know you're so busy trying to get through this stuff. There's life. But any questions about that? Because it's really, really powerful. Yes, Myrna?
4: I I actually um really appreciated that being brought up because um I've always been someone that's really just spoken my truth and been very upfront and transparent with who I am. But i found lately, I guess in the last three years, it's, it was more challenging for me to do that. Mm. Yeah, it was much more challenging and it's just I guess what I found is that I had less resilience towards what was actually said when I was speaking my truth because before I just, just said, I don't care, this is who I am, this is who I continue, and then all of a sudden it was I'm supposed to behave in a certain way because I'm in a certain kind of environment because I'm with a certain company because so-and-so whoever's up there has decided that this is the way I should behave. And it's been very frustrating for me and it made me very angry and bitter and I realised that. Mm. And so going back to it, it was just a case of just go back to who you are. Mm -hmm. And acknowledging who I am, and that is someone that's courageous, that is someone who's creative, that one is someone who's compassionate, and who you get is the real me. This is who you get. And I'm not going to be for everybody. I'm not everyone's flavor. Mm -hmm. So that was really nice for me to get back to my power again. Mm, Beautiful,
1: beautiful. I love that. Yeah. And I I think it's so important that, you know, it's things like this that make us reflect like you did, Myrna, like, okay, where am I feeling stuck or just not in my full essence? And to go back and to think, yes, because I'm not feeling like I'm speaking my truth and being who I normally am. And then just going back, okay, who do I want to be? I want to be someone who speaks her truth with grace and love, compassionate, but, you know, really in my truth. And that alone can help us step back into it. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful yeah did you do what you did probably solved it did you do the imagining like recreating this the circumstance not that you would have had to but did you do that at all just out of curiosity
4: yeah I did I, I did do I did actually go back to recreating it but I've actually decided to take it even a step further mm. and that is I'm actually seeing someone on Monday to help me move even further forward with it
1: beautiful okay beautiful
4: because I realize that people, I'm really sort of shortchanging people. If mm. mm. I don't turn up who I really am, then I'm shortchanging people, mm. not just myself but the people around me. Mm.
1: Such a good re- realization, and this this is the stuff you know. We talk about the second half of our call is always the really important stuff because this is the stuff that matters, mm. Mm. and the the whole thing with manifestation creating the life that we want is we manifest more from who we are and our subconscious beliefs so that's why that work is so important and and also it's the blocks that we have that are that are causing just the river not to flow so the Mm -hmm. fact that you're like okay this is my block i this is who i want to be and i'm even taking a step further and getting some some guidance in this whatever you're doing so it's beautiful Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't don't I love like you can tell like just, just the joy with humor in it, like it doesn't have to be heart. So don't never think like, oh, my God, I've got to do all this work on myself before I can manifest. That's not it at all. We're manifesting all the time. We're creating a life we love all the time. We're just making little course corrections, little distinctions, and then then the joy will come back out.
0: Mm-hmm
1: and if you ever want the joy just to come out just dance in your office dance in your living room get out in nature give someone a hug <laughs> do whatever you can to raise your vibration in the moment and then all these little things that we're working on it's you know it's kind of like your to-do list like a to-do list is never done that's the nature of a to-do list you know so let go of like like perfection like okay I'll be happy when my to-do list is done cuz it's never going to get done and the human journey we're always going to grow you know, like we're always going to find something to work on, but if we can just approach it lightly and like, OK, this is the human experience. I'm I'm like expanding. I'm growing. I'm learning and look at it with curiosity and excitement and that there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you You're. We're just making these little distinctions and finding more joy in our lives. Thank you, Myrna. That was like the perfect ending. It was just beautiful. So thank you for sharing that. All right, so let's take our picture and then we'll let you out into the day, evening, whatever it is for you. So bear with me a second. All right, I'll give you warning one, two, three. And then your crazy one. One, two, three. Ah! <laughs> Super good. Did anyone take a picture during office hours on your phone? If you did, Um, send it to me I need to actually ask all of you to take pictures and send it to me because it's hard for me to take a picture and then we can post it on social media as well so I would love if you've taken a picture forward it to me yeah there you go Michelle you can take a picture everyone looks super interested in in what Michelle is oh she took a picture okay all good (laughs) all right have a beautiful day we'll see you next week keep the questions coming on the forum and just thank you everyone for showing up so fully and sharing bye everybody bye bye thank you you're so
5: welcome. i